0: Hey everybody, my name is Therese Paylor.
1: This is the Therese Paylor Show, presented by Bud Light, official beer sponsor of the Kansas City Chiefs. So hey,
0: it is
2: what it is.
1: Now, here are your hosts, show, Vern, and Yahoo! NFL writer, Therese Paylor.
3: Yeah, winners on 39th in kck it is the therese paler show presented by bud light joined as always by yahoo sports senior nfl therese good evening how are you
0: this week i'm I'm a little better than i would have been at this time last week josh man i was was still stinging i'm finally starting able to kind of process what happened in columbus about a week and a half ago. yeah, hard times, man. She's a Buckeye okay. fan, by the way. Oh Knights of Columbus. <laughs> Just,
3: oh. <laughs> All right, well let's Knights uh let's get to the uh the story of the weekend and your latest at Yahoo Sports is about the nightclub attack. <laughs> the latest news concerning yeah. Kareem Hunt. It was at the PNL. It happened back in January. Um, well, first, what can what, what 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 can you tell people about the police report and uh, what you wrote at Yahoo Sports?
0: Well, look, I just got my hands on the police report as well. TMZ had it earlier. Basically, um, it was only hours after the Tennessee Titans lost in the playoffs. Um, he's in mosaic, and a man was there. He noticed a friend of his uh, kind of being confronted by George Atkinson, who was a running back for the Chiefs. Uh, he went up to Atkinson. They confronted each other. You know, one guy pushes another guy, then there's a punch, and then the guy who the accuser gets jumped, at least according to the report. And at that point, um he says he got jumped by six to eight guys. And of the people in that group he remembers George Atkinson and Kareem Hunt. So, um, you know, look, this is just like one more thing, right? His name is in a police report. Um and it's really a stark difference between that and what he said in the interview which everybody remembers now which is it's not like me to touch anybody not that Um, type of guy i'm not that type of guy my mom Um, raised me better than that it was a bad move it was a bad his his entire delivery in the interview what he was discussing yeah it wasn't a great job at all on um, the things he said left him open to be criticized Mm -hmm. especially when more things come out.
3: So we already knew obviously about the video. We knew about the incident at Putin Bay in Ohio from July and then we learn about this uh incident from January. Does this what we just learned today, does it hurt Kareem further or is he as down as can be anyway? I mean it hurts a little more.
0: I, I mean, you know, I wrote yesterday that the interview wasn't a disaster, but it certainly wasn't a win. But now oh, with yeah. you got one more thing here Now it's like that was a complete – you know, you can't really say because there's a pattern here. There's three things. Um, And I just – for him to have these three things, and there could be more, but for him to have these things and not have already gone to counseling for it, which is running a little counter to some things we heard, Mm -hmm, right, mm -hmm. Um, you know, that's not a great thing. He should have been in counseling for this stuff because if he could have got in front of Lisa Salters um, and said – Hey, listen, I'm wrong for this. I'm working on me. I have to work. I gotta make myself better. I'm sorry to the accuser. This is my problem. I need to fix it. I've taken class. I've taken counseling to work on my issues, and just been upfront about that and been very remorseful. That's how you handle that. Um, but he said he was going to go to counseling. He hadn't been to counseling mm. yet. You know, they, this is something that he and his people could have been in front of mm. months ago. When there's the third incident in June, maybe at that point you get him to counseling just in
2: case it ever comes out. I'll be honest. I thought he was in counseling. Oh, I didn't think he was. I think when he talked to Lisa Salters, right. he said he had started it. Right, right. He had started going in the process of doing it. He's, I didn't think he was in it.
0: He's, yeah, he said that he was looking into it mm-hmm. and will go into – he will start doing it, but he hasn't done it yet. Um, again, that's counter to
3: some things that we'd heard. So, look, I don't. I don't know – because the know, Chiefs are always an organization been, that appear to look out for the individual and you would think would have had him push towards counseling to begin with. I mean, yeah, but there's also a
0: lot we don't know. Um, we know what we're being told in some cases. We know what's come out. Um, we know what's been reported a little bit, which is basically what, you know, um, what – we, we know kind of like the baseline things for what, you know, they want us to know, right? But as far as like beyond that, we don't know. So this is a national story now. And when stuff like this happens, it's like it's blood in the water. So everybody's coming, right? Like now it's like, oh, okay, you know, let's find out what else there is. That's how this rolls. Um, so if I'm Kareem Hunt, what I got to do is say, okay, no matter how you feel, whether that, if you don't feel like you have a problem, Kareem, it doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't matter if you feel like you don't have a problem because like, nobody wants to hear that after the video. What people need to hear mm-hmm. is that you understand that that's not okay and that you're going to do what it takes to make sure that never happens again. No one wants to hear excuses about it. They just want to hear that you went to counseling and that you've taken some real steps toward changing. And at the end of the day, this nightclub thing, it sounds like he was a part of a group, right? right, right. We don't know. The guy, I mean, we don't know who kicked who. It, he said he was a part of a big group that jumped him. Okay. Um, but it sounded like Atkinson was the one who punched him. In fact, the report says, so at the end of the day, guys, Kareem Hunt's 23. He's an elite football player, an unbelievable receiver out of the backfield with the ability to make people miss at an elite rate. Do you know even missing Sunday's game, he's still second in the league and missed tackles behind Saquon Barkley? This shouldn't matter, right? It shouldn't matter, but it does because he's 23 years old. He's got at least five good years of prime football left. He'll be back in the NFL one day as long as no other like major, major, major stuff comes out. Um, but if this is indeed a pattern and there are more reports out there, eh, that could make it tough. But, hey, people didn't think Michael Vick would come back. Michael Vick got signed, you know. People, yeah, Reuben Ruben Foster's. Yeah, Ruben Foster got claimed. Greg Hardy got claimed again. You know what I'm like? They they will give you a chance if you can play and you're young. So that's what the NFL is, gentlemen.
2: And I've been I've been on this and now this even more as this last incident comes out. Is I like Kareem? I'm listen. I hope he gets the help he needs. Um, I hope that he can uh, can become a a better person. And can learn from this situation. For me, I've moved past Kareem. I'm just trying to figure out what, what's going on with the Chiefs and the NFL. Because it is it, three incidents. Mm-hmm. He didn't get punished until Friday. Mm-hmm. Three incidents. As Tony Dungy said yesterday on Sunday Night in America, the league has never interviewed Kareem Hunt, after three incidents, like, I I mean, with the Chiefs' history, recent history, with Belcher and with Tyreek Hill, to them not to to take their P's and Q's on anything, it feels like to me when they came out with the statement he lied to us that they just said, well, you know what, Kareem, we're going to trust you and take your word for it. That doesn't sound like something that a big business would do. Well, you
0: you know it's important to me to always be fair. I'm always going to do that. Please. No matter how I feel about whatever the situation is, okay? So what I will say is this. They interviewed him, and they're saying that they passed that information on to the league. The league told them not to interview him further. That's very clear what the Chiefs – that's their heel that they're dying on, okay. What I want to know is why if you're the National Football League and you got all this money Let's move this to the National Football League real quick. Go ahead. How do you not have whatever the real-life equivalent is to the wolf in Pulp Fiction? How do you not have this? NFL, with all the money you got, how do you not have that? Hire the wolf. Find out whoever that is. Hire him. Find out, okay, how do we handle this? Somebody should be able to say, oh, well. Maybe we should look, maybe we should interview Kareem Hunt because if this ever comes out, probably not a great sign we didn't interview him. Doesn't seem that hard. Like, who is handling this stuff? From top down, like, it, there's always a PR kind of mishap about how things get handled. They do this to themselves. This is, the, in, this is America's biggest sports league. For better or worse, this is America's game now, okay? It has surpassed baseball. People don't watch baseball the way they watch football. Football is losing people and they still have three times the viewership of basketball. This is America's game. You guys have all this money. What you got to do is protect it. And it's for all to talk about protecting the shield, they don't do themselves many favors with how they handle this stuff when it comes to like thinking strategically about public re- relations.
2: It almost doesn't make sense that they're that inept. I don't I, it just almost doesn't make sense.
3: But if it's America's game, America forgets about stuff within about 48 hours. Which is exactly why Kareem Hunt will probably be in the NFL. Well, right. he will
0: be. Like, it's, it's just
2: barring, but it, you, know, it's, you
0: know, like that. Yeah, that's how this goes, man. It's
2: hilarious. The three incidents. I wonder how many incidents it was going to take before they decided to talk with him. Because I'm not a fool. I know this happened in Kansas City. The Chiefs knew about this. Oh, the Chiefs
0: yeah. knew about all three of these. The thing that the thing that they could use as plausible denial is, hey, charges weren't filed in any of them. The moment charges get filed, that's when this stuff like really, really becomes public public record. Like it's hard to like get stuff because I'm um, with you um, unless it's like hearsay. It's it's hard for stuff to really kind of get out there unless there've been charges filed. Then it's gonna. But like in general, if charges aren't filed and your name's just in a police report. We kind of got to know something to go or be
3: motivated to go check something out you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so that that's kind of the trick to that we're live from tanners on 39th and kck if you're headed out there is a uh, parking garage right behind tanners they would advise you to uh you know don't waste your time just go right to that parking garage right behind tanners again 39th and kck we'll look at the football aspect of it and what the chiefs do this season and moving forward at that running back position that's coming up next
1: The Therese Paler Show, presented by Bud Light, official beer sponsor of the Kansas City Chiefs. All right, back at it, The Therese Paler Show, presented by Bud Light, the official beer sponsor of the Kansas City Chiefs.
3: We are live from Tanner's 39th in KCK with Yahoo Sports, senior NFL writer and host of the Yahoo Sports NFL podcast, Therese Paler. Therese. Uh, staying with the Kareem Hunt discussion, um, what do the Chiefs do next season regarding running back? Are we riding this out with Spencer Ware? I think this year you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna roll with
0: Daryl Williams. You're going to roll with Damian Williams, Spencer Ware, and Shark. But I think in the offseason um, they're going to have to address this, and I had a column on this today you know, I think Le'Veon Bell is a player who like fits, like, <laughs> like Andy Reid.
1: <laughs> oh, we
0: lost show. <laughs> Andy Andy Reid would have a field day with Le'Veon Bell. By the way, the only thing Le'Veon doesn't give you that um, that Kareem does is like is the Kareem's got like that breakaway kind of juice. Like Lev's not gonna get at it, but like run blocking, you know, not run pass blocking, patience. Zone run, he could be really good here, but the problem is, I don't think that's the way that they want to build this team. They're gonna have a lot of money right now, about 44 million. That's not including what happens if you get Justin Houston, but you got to make a decision on D4 that's a franchise tag, might be about 15 million, 16 million. You're gonna to have to extend either Chris Jones or Ty Hill, right? So, this is a lot of money that immediately boom, you're gone. You add in the 6 million, million you're going to need for uh, the, the draft to sign your, your draft class, you know, you still have some money. But whatever money you've got left is probably going to go toward improving the league's 31st-ranked defense. Um, so it's highly unlikely. There is a scenario in which he could play here, which is that the Chiefs always seek value. So if no team wanted to sign him to a big deal, and he needed to have that one prove a year. Mm-hmm. There's value there. Maybe they would do it, but I do think it's highly, highly unlikely. I just wanted to answer that question for Chiefs fans because I saw like 13 questions about Le'Veon Bell oh, to hell. me. So I just wanted to answer that and get my clicks out of it. Um, I think it's more likely that the Chiefs, who have four top 100 picks, just draft a guy. <laughs> I think they could draft a guy who can run, who can catch. And by the way, baby, you got Eric B. enemy. me who's one of the best developers of running back talent in the fo- National Football League. The, the running back coach you hired to replace him is Sultan McCullough. He's very good at his job, too. And Andy Reid's offense, very friendly for running backs. You draft a running back. You don't invest resources in that position in this offense. They draft him. They'll develop him. They'll get what they need out of the position.
3: Oh, Tanner's, oh, coming, hell, they, through. Oh, coming, through. Tanner's coming through. Wow. Oh, Tanner's coming through. Look at that. That's goodness. how you treat a man right there. Oh, my Look at that. Alive. Thank
2: you very much. This ain't on the brunch menu, is it? Menu, oh, nice. my goodness.
3: What do we got here? Two Belgian waffles. Wow. Two Belgian waffles. Wow. Egg and With oh, egg and cheese. Look at oh, God come through.
1: And <laughs> a wow. breakfast burrito. Look at him. No. Oh, my. Sweet. Look Jesus. at that. <laughs>
3: Oh yeah, he has been that's right. So Tanner's 39th in KCK. This it's is the Therese Palo show presented All by right. Bud Light. You can get hooked up with this brunch each and every Saturday and Sunday right here at Tanner's. Thank you it very much for already. that. We will show. We need you though, right now. <laughs> I'm with you. Let me stay with this real quick. Let me <clears throat> stay with the Kareem conversation. <clears throat> what does it do to where the chiefs rank in the AFC? Obviously they are the number one seed. But your eyes, your football knowledge, Therese, the loss of Kareem Hunt, are they still the class of the AFC?
0: I will tell you this. The running game is not as dynamic without him. It's just not. But the good news is that the most important thing you have is the quarterback. You're still going to score a lot of points. And between those four, you're going to get enough out of this running game to hurt people. You know, it's just not going to be – you know, none of these guys are really going to take it the distance on you unless Kendricks come back in great shape. I've heard he came back in great shape. Like, he hasn't played, like, in three or four months. I heard he's in great shape right now, by the way. He's worked out for a bunch of teams, by the way. So, um, you know, yeah. look, look I'm still going to make them, you know, they're going to be right in the mix for the top seed. Sure. The Patriots scare you. I mean, they have to. The Chiefs only need to lose one game to all of a sudden lose home field advantage and have to go play in, in Foxborough, like, that's scary. You know, Like that's something that you're just – that's looming. And, you know, to beat the Patriots, they couldn't
3: beat them with Kareem. And with the way the Chargers time, are playing, tough. they're a
2: they are rolled, rolling too. And Kareem has killed the Patriots every time they've right. played him. He's right. been a big right. part of it.
0: Yeah. So, you know, this is – it's certainly not ideal. He let his team down. Um, and, and that's why Andy Reid after the game on Sunday was so intently trying to fire those guys up. He was trying to get them, Hey, you know that was one. That wasn't a great performance, especially defensively, because they know that you know Kareem Hunt's a great player, and you know this, their Super Bowl hopes take a hit. And that that hurts the team's morale. That's why after the game, he was trying to be so um, visceral about firing those guys up, because he wanted to let them know, hey, we're still here. We got this. Um, this doesn't hurt. This doesn't help. At the end of the day, if the Chiefs don't make it to the Super Bowl, or if they lose in their first playoff game again, like. Chiefs fans will not only look at the defense. I'm sorry, guys. You'll also look at what happened to Kareem Hunt as part of the Chiefs curse.
3: You've talked a lot about um, – because you sorry. know
0: – Sorry, bro.
3: You know that locker room as well as anyone. You know the dynamics of that locker room. I know it was only year two, but what role did Kareem have in that locker room? He was
0: pretty well-liked from what I could gather. Um, I mean, I could even tell you the story of him showing – like I was at the Pro Bowl in January – It's always funny when players get drafted, how happy and kind of like childlike they are. Because they just just reached a dream it took them 20-something years Mm -hmm. to reach. So, like, they're just so happy and they give great quotes. And it's not as much as you're doing. It's a little sad watching how, as time goes the less excited they are kind of about talking to us mm-hmm. and like being there. Cause we're the ones that chronicle their stories. And they don't know how much they're actually going to miss talking to us until they're gone. Like, put it this way, former players are pretty easy to reach. Okay. Like they they, you know, they kinda at some point they miss that part of There's it. There's a reason um, why
3: they stay around the city they exactly.
0: Like they they so my point is I, I did kind of see some of that childlike happiness and all that just kind of go the more responsibility took the bigger he got it kind of went away but um i will say like even at the pro bowl in january it stunned me like after practices if you want to interview a guy you just walk up to him Mm -hmm. right so i go up to kareem hunt because i'm the only member from the kansas city media there Mm -hmm. right i'm like okay and It stunned me how many people kept coming up to Kareem asking for, like, autographs or just asking for something. And I was like, dude, just like three months ago, four months ago, like, nobody –
2: Even knew who you were.
0: Chiefs PR didn't have any problem getting you Kareem Hunt four months before. Hey, you want Kareem Hunt? Okay, yeah, yeah, we get him for you. They were offering him up. Like, hey, you know. But it kind of stunned me how quickly that had changed. But even still, he was like, hey – let's go over here and talk and we talked for like a good 10 minutes kind of about how his life had changed and i thought hmm this is a really good example of like how the how guys how 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 life comes at you fast in the nfl especially when you start and you play well and things happen and I, it, to me it kind of made me feel like if that's what was happening if i if I could see that happening during the season, I can only imagine what was happening when we weren't there, mm-hmm. when we weren't around, when they went out on the road, when he went out on the clubs. All of a sudden, everybody knows Kareem Hunt is. It's a big thing for a lot of people, and that's certainly not making excuses. I'm just saying that this, believe me, I'm not doing that. I'm just saying, like, it's really amazing how players' lives kind of change quickly, and some guys aren't equipped to handle it. That's what I'm trying to say.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: Sitting here before the show started, I started to imagine, you know, wh- where would Kareem fit? What organization is best equipped to take on someone like that? My first answer is the Chiefs. That huh. seems like the perfect huh. program for him to enter the Definitely perfect kind of city. structure. Yeah. Obviously, that's not going to happen. I know this is a little ways out as it doesn't appear like he's going to play this year.
0: There'll be a lot of play. They're going to be, as long as there's nothing like more diabolical in the background. Yeah, he's going to be cheap. So you don't
3: look at it like he needs a veteran coach or a veteran quarterback or not a strong environment. I think he needs
0: a place with a strong culture and maybe like a small town where there's not like a whole lot to do. Maybe, but
3: you know, maybe Green Bay. Right.
0: It's hard to get in trouble in Green Bay. They look out for you. You know, know, there there are some places in this league where it's it's generally harder to get in trouble than others, Uh Um, and that's a benefit to guys who have like a who have a real thin margin for error that's kareem hunt at this point and i think that's going to need to play in his decision but i still don't think he's going to have any shortage to shoot suitors no i would imagine it's going to be a long line for a guy that that's why you hear a lot of people here like i'm sure you guys have taken calls on this I, i'm interested to hear from you from friday to like now are you still getting people who are saying we shouldn't have cut them like are, are people still, still saying... oh
2: I, I am shocked Absolutely shocked by the way that people are justifying it. So you yeah. still getting a lot of that? Oh yes. Well. Oh, our soapbox. You read it up here, Therese. You're on a soapbox on here, and you're just reporting stuff. Like I, like I just, I am, I am blown away by the feeling that people are having here. Like I think it's just because. I, can I say? I am the way that people are responding. To Kareem Hunt, I guess I'm not as shocked. Just because the way that the people in this city responded to Peters is just blowing me oh, yeah. away compared to this. Like how crazy people got mad at Marcus when he gave the finger to the fans after they embalmed him. Like there are people, like Vern has been hit up, hit up about this. Carrington got hit up um, on the phones by callers by saying, well, he called, well, she called him an N word. And almost justifying his actions by this. And I'm just – I cannot believe. So, I, I think there are many people who think it is a huge mistake and thought the penalty was too severe. To me, you do what I saw on that tape. Losing your job seems to be like a understandable thing. Right.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people – who really just care about football? <laughs>
2: like it's pretty simple, man. Like I, I think, um, except for ex- except for when they really care about ex- it. Right, Cause they didn't just care about football with twenty two last year. Yeah, that was no, never yeah. about football. That's though. a good point. Yeah, that, that, that's, that's what I'm that's saying. A good point. Like to me, like I like the way. Yeah. Like I was always really. you know what's up. up? You know that was never I'm, about football.
3: I'm, well, hell, I know. It, Look at the numbers. Is. If it was about football, he'd be here.
0: Well, it, it was it was a little easier for those people to talk about. I didn't like the fact he wasn't physical. I didn't like the fact man. that he, you know, I, him not, Mark is not like tackling was something that gave people kind of an out, you know. Right. Um, right. But that's a good point, though, man. I, it's always fascinating to me, like, what people choose to, like, overlook.
2: Because that was the first time with that situation. Generally, if you can play, mm-hmm. people overlook it. If you can play, if you bring up things, and what he 22 did last year wasn't even criminal, If they can overlook it. This one, man, he did this and this. Oh. Well, I mean, it wasn't that hard of a kick. What? We're live from Tanner's Thirty Nine, Fin KCK.
3: Much more of the Therese Paler Show right after this. I mean, the Therese Paler Show,
1: presented by Bud Light, official beer sponsor of the Kansas City Chiefs. Let's keep doing. It.
3: All right, welcome back to Rez show. That's right. Now, boy, I got a little Presented by eat. Bud Light, Woo! official beer sponsor of the Kansas City Chiefs. We are live from Tanner's 39th and KCK with Yahoo Sports Senior NFL writer and the host of the Yahoo Sports NFL podcast,
2: Therese Paler. They're not messing around with that waffle sandwich, huh? baby. It's good. Terez? They're, they're not messing around with that waffle sandwich. How about
3: that, how about that breakfast burrito? Hey,
0: mm. I like the burrito, too, man. So they get so. out of here for brunch. They knocked it out here, man.
3: All right, let, let's talk about the Woo! game from yesterday.
0: I'm still reeling.
3: Did we learn anything <laughs> about the Chiefs' defense? At the
0: 33 to points to into. the Raiders. Yeah, I mean they're still, they're still, uh, they're still leaky, man. <laughs> like this is the NFL's 31st ranked defense for a reason. Um, they're probably the reason you're going to lose in the playoffs if oh, that happens. I mean, yeah, um, if that happens, it but is. it might not happen because you got Pat. You know, Pat is amazing. Pat probably should be the MVP. And that's a that's a relief. That's a special thing to have. And who knows, I, I will say this. The one thing the Chiefs also have on defense is they do make you they do turn the football over. Like they do make you um make some mistakes when they sack you, um, when they uh they they they, they show the ability to sack the quarterback for some fumbles. So I think that's a that's a positive they have and something that could come
3: that could pay off come January. You say they have Pat and no question. But <laughs> Pat tie. Pat already, sure, Pat and the offense already had to be perfect to offset the defense, oh, yeah. right? The he makes, for
0: error it got a lot smaller. So
3: losing Kareem, aren't you putting more on the plate of Pat and Saint? and we still need you to be perfect? Pretty much. Does I mean, anyone gain more pressure from the loss of Kareem than Pat?
0: No. I mean, Andy. Because like, Andy's still got to mm. scheme it up. Right? There you so, go. That's you fair, know, this right? is on Andy now. Like At the end of the day, like, Pat could throw three interceptions in a playoff game. Six. People are gonna be like, eh, it'd be all right. It's Pat, you right. know. It would take like a horrific meltdown right. for people to start wondering about Pat's mental like toughness. So that's not gonna happen. I you know, this at the end of the day, another like bad loss in the first round or whatever, or in the divisional round, like people are gonna rip Andy for it and they're gonna they're gonna rip the Chiefs for their poor handling of this situation. Um in the NFL, really, for their poor handling of the situation, I, like in general, I actually kind of feel like locally, there's not a whole lot of outrage about kind of what the Chiefs did. You know, when when it came out that the NFL told them to stop investigating. So, okay, yeah. So when it told them the NFL, why do why, you laugh? It's, like it's just comical, it, Vern. You're mean, hollering for it? Cause cause it. it's just hilarious. It, well, calm down. You can't like just even that
2: headline is just absurd. <laughs> like it just. <laughs> Like, it's I crazy. It's it's, just, it's it's not funny, but it is. It makes crazy. no sense. This is crazy. Well, yeah. all right, we'll stop. <laughs> I just I, after the first incident in January, no, February, no, we'll still stop. How about the one in June? Nah, we're good. Play <laughs> every ball game. Yeah, <laughs> we suspend guys for throwing flags in the stands, yeah. but you kick someone's ass. Ah, Leonard Little killed you. somebody and still got another job.
0: Yeah, the, 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 this mean, is the NFL. The NFL is not about like this. Isn't a league for choir boys. That's they, what Sean Barber said you know, earlier today. I don't was, want choir boys in my locker room. anymore. Anyway. that's a quick way to lose. Were, and to so be honest, show on the on our um, like uh, on when you listen mobily to six ten, like uh, one of the looped commercial things is us talking about the edge. That players need to have, so there's a fine line there. Like, oh you, yes, he was you know, the Draymond of this team. You know I mean? He there's, will be
2: very, he will be very well missed for that some, toughness that he brings some, to this team.
0: There's some, there's a fine line there, and um, you know, I think that the Chiefs, if they lose in the playoffs, though, losing Kareem Hunt won't help because he gave them like an explosive element that I don't know if they're going to be able to replace. Like, Damian Williams is a quality back. Spencer Ware can do some things. But, like, none of these guys make people miss like Kareem. Mm-hmm. But I will say Daryl Williams, they, they there's something there with him. Now, what does that look like? I don't know. But we might want to find out because that explosive would be here for this team to kind of threaten to be at the generational level it was at prior to this.
3: Show and I have spent the past two, three months just – Unable to understand the contract of Sammy Watkins. I don't know how concerned I am with it anymore with the loss <laughs> of Kareem Hunt. Tenderfoot. The injury to Sammy Watkins, the injury to LDT, how much uh, brighter of a light shines on those with the loss of Kareem Hunt? Hey, this is
0: what they signed these guys for. So the passing game better be on point. Um, now we're at the point where – remember we were asked, you asked me about Mitch Morris, you know, tardive hey, like – do they need these guys back? Right. I'm like, yeah, they're all right. Right. Yeah. Now they need them right? because this them. is different now. Yep. Like, yep. it. Look, you still have Pat, and that. <laughs> but this is a lot for to be talking about a 23 year old. I'm putting on this guy's shoulders. You know, now, again, if the explosive element of the run game cannot be recaptured, everything else has to be like a little bit better. That that this is a problem. Like Kareem could break one. He could take it 50 or 60 or whatever. You know, Spencer's not going to do that. Damian Williams, though, I really like him as a tough guy, third down tight back. He's not going to do that. And Williams has a little bit of juice, but he's never really been tested a, on a major stage before. And Shark, you know, Shark has had injury problems, and he's not a big guy. Yeah. So, you're not replacing the guy who was second in the league and missed tackles. Like, And, like, his elusiveness should be like a 93. Mm-hmm. And that's a hard, like, that's a hard thing to replace. Um, they're going to do it in the draft, I think. But in the meantime, it just sucks. It just sucks. Like you it, it's like you know what it's like? It's cause the the, the Chiefs had their version of the early nineties Cowboys triplets. We oh. we were just talking about the Cowboys just a second ago before the show started. Like they had Pat Mahomes, guess what, twenty three years old, Kareem three years old. Ty Hill, twenty four. <laughs> Sammy had, Watkins, twenty four. Right? But guess, Kelsey. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> you have an upgraded tight end from Kelsey to Novacek, by the way. And you know, Sammy Watkins, Alvin Harper, mm-hmm. Ty Hill, Michael Earl, like you had it. And
3: like this is a this is a shot to the core. It really kinda sucks. Yeah. Does it change? What these final four games mean, or do you still feel pretty comfortable that the spot the Chiefs are in now you know, is going to be where they're at at the end of the know, season? You know,
0: it's it's pretty funny. I never was all that comfortable about it. Like I, knowing that the Patriots are literally like one loss away from like one Chiefs loss away from having the number one seed, it was pretty unsettling. Because this is J. This is December time. This is winning season. For the for the Patriots, that team has a really good December record. Whereas for the Chiefs, I've been treated to the you know the November December loss. You know, so you know from my point of view, man, I I think that they will show me a whole lot if they can find a way to hang on to this thing throughout the month of December, not be distracted. Yeah, if they really do that, that's that's something because this is the distraction of distractions. You know, this is real and. If they find a way, like, not to come apart, not to take this as a sign that it's not meant to be their year, if they're mentally tough enough to overlook that, wow, there are not
3: a lot of teams that can handle it. Therese, not only are they one bad game away from no longer being the one seed, there may be a bad game and a half away from being the five seed because that Chargers team won't charge her. I'm waiting for them to charge her, and that was the opposite of the Chargers (laughs) what I saw last night. Yeah, I know, right? 16 points in Pittsburgh they come back from?
0: Yeah, the the thing you have look, the Charger Chiefs game that, that's going to be a fun game to watch. But one thing you got going for you, Phil Rivers doesn't really do all that well here, and he's had issues with Bob Sutton. So it that is totally possible that that could be a three interception game for Philip Rivers. Just I don't know how Bob Sutton does it with him, but he, I I mean this show like. Against the against the Chargers, Stop it's totally those. possible that Bob's got it. Like I'm dead serious. It's totally possible Bob's got it
2: against the Chargers. Uh, uh, yeah, hopefully Bob is a magician again <laughs> and can make those Chargers receivers drop those touchdown passes
1: <laughs> that they dropped
2: in the last game. Hopefully that is the case. Now, I, the Chargers think it's just tougher to me because the Chiefs just the Chiefs the Chargers have to ahead of the Chiefs. Like the Chiefs have to drop multiple games. Now I'm not saying they can't. That Charger mm-hmm. game themselves. That Seattle game seems more dicier every single week because Russell is at an MVP yeah, that's race right right and and uh, but I think the Chiefs will at least finish with the same record as the Chargers which I don't think I think the Chiefs are going to be but that they don't mean that Listen they don't. To Listen to but him. they don't mean that they won't have the one, the two seed though. Because Houston just appears like that. I mean, they're right there too.
3: Nine straight That's- wins for the Texans. We're live from Tanner's, 39th and KCK. We turn it over to you. Text line is open six nine three zero six. Your questions for Therese Paler, get them in right now. Text line six nine three zero six. Ain't
2: nobody thinking about Eric Berry no
1: more, are they? That's
2: for sure.
3: Much more the Therese Paler <laughs> yeah. show left. After-
1: Therese Taylor Show, presented by Bud Light, official beer sponsor of the Kansas City Chiefs.
3: Back live from Tanner's 39th right. in KCK, it is the Therese Taylor Show, presented by Bud Light, official beer sponsor of the Kansas City Chiefs. Don't forget, out here at Tanner's. And KCK got happy hour weekdays from 3 until 6, reverse happy hour, 9 to close, and then of course, brunch on the weekends, and uh, we've been sampling a little bit of the menu. That's right. They
2: got the UFC watch party coming nice. up too.
3: Nice. Time now to take on Therese. Text line is open, 69306. You can always tweet at us, at 610sportsKC, at TheresePaylor on Twitter, but again, the protein house eat with the purpose text line is open 69306 my question before we get to the text line i'm gonna ask a selfish one. Oh, this is personal Yeah, yes per, per, personal question um
2: heisman trophy oh hell this is just you're just trying to get there do you want to do you want to give him no, I don't two want minutes to, is this no. what it is no I, I don't want to talk about michigan uh, I don't want to want to do that because Jesus. it's over. God.
3: I, I like Kyler. Kyler Murray, Dwayne Haskins, Tunga oh, well, Viola. But You
0: Peach. know, I, I ain't saying Haskins. I can say that much. Haskins is not in the oh, mix for me. I mean, he has had a last uh, great we're, two we're, games. I, I, hey, I'm hey. just saying he has. Stop. <laughs> we're, not here. Not at this table. It's so you can hit show. You yeah. don't yeah. got to work yeah. with him tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> My thought it yeah. is the Terrence Payne <laughs> show yeah. presented by Bud Light. It's Murray. Murray's an amazing football player. Yeah. Will you knock it off? Just hit him. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you know what? When when Kansas loses a game that you're not gonna like, Josh, because you know just that. Just bring up Trey, you know Burk. that? Trey Burke. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm fine. No, he's not. You're not gonna be fine in March, probably, Tell based him. on the history. No, you, LeGerald, remember you remember Vick this? You remember this? I know it's coming. We're being led
2: oh. by LeGerald Vick. Calm down. <laughs> I
0: heard you about talking about that. Why are you so hard on LeGerald?
2: <laughs> this is your team. This is the captain. You got some, you got some people on that <laughs> Michigan football team. You're hard on, aren't you? Jim! Shea Patterson <laughs> throwing him at their feet. I, I will tell you this. Okay, go ahead. I will tell you, you this. You I'm ready for Dylan McCaffrey. I'm ready. I'm
0: just ready. I'm just ready. You got, ready. You got can, 38 Can seconds. I please have Dylan McCaffrey? Just I'm so it. ready to see him. Look, Shea Patterson, you did a nice job. Hey, we appreciate but, you stopping by. Hey, thank you. But give me <laughs> Dylan. I'm ready.
3: It's Dylan McCaffrey season. Let's go. I'm with you. Oh,
2: show
0: goodness. always
3: just says I'm crazy and no one else can feel like this. I think this is a peach peach bowl. I don't even Florida. care. Don't, Wait, don't great talk cheesy.
0: to me on, about the, peach bowl,
3: okay? a bowl. About the peach bowl. Okay. I don't care about the peach
0: bowl. I literally don't care what really happens. In, do you care what happens in the peach bowl? Come on, like right? Like are you even gonna watch it? No, like no, like at all. After, especially all. after what they
3: did in the bowl game last year, like
0: no, no, I'm done Michigan, watching that. We don't want to see that. Have I don't want to see if Michigan and Florida. All right, calm are just down. Okay, horrible. Just, just
2: calm down, real quick. From the eight one six, is there any insight that you have about the Mahomes led players only meeting?
0: Ooh, um, nothing particular. Surprised right. m- yeah. myself by that. Yeah, know. no, mm-mm. nothing in particular. I will tell you this: it is the exact sign of why the Chiefs felt. The need to make sure that would be patrick mahomes's room, mm. okay that much I can tell you listen for better or worse, part of the reason they traded Marcus Peters is because he does he was influential in the locker room he did have a a lot of a healthy number of players there were some players who didn't like him who thought he was a cancer. there were other players who did like him or were mad he got traded and part of giving the team to pat meant like giving him the the space he needed to, like, lead properly and not be drowned out by bigger voices. So players only – players only meeting, led by Pat, makes a lot of sense because at the end of the day, you see how people look at him. You see how his teammates look at him. Like, that matters. And this is what they've kind of wanted from him. This is the step toward finally some player other than Eric Berry getting these guys excited um, before games when Eric's not dressed. I, I mean, this is something they've needed for a long time. So, to me, that's that's what it tells me. Like, finally, right, now a voice is starting to emerge that's as strong as Eric Berry's, And that's a huge sign because he's also the quarterback. Yeah. So, yeah, look, if this – and I will tell you this, if they do find a way to hang on to this number one seed, and they, like, say they win, like, the next three or four games or whatever, that would be epic, right? Like this meeting did happen and, and he led it like that that will be epic and that'll be something that like we're going to talk about for a long time and the chiefs would
3: be very happy for that to happen coming up at seven o'clock jay binkley has you covered bink at night right here on your football station 610 sports radio from the 847 therese who is a coach on the staff not named tobe or b that has a real shot at being a head coach one day you should probably keep an eye on mike kafka
0: quarterback coach um I'm just saying yeah you know he's he's got what do we say what do we say that the NFL teams are looking for right now guys somebody the next Sean McVay and that's what
2: young offensive mind Mm -hmm. that's uh, an innovator
0: Mike Kafka I believe is 30 Mm -hmm. Mike Kafka played quarterback at Northwestern not that long ago Mm -hmm. Mike Kafka has been here the whole time Patrick Mahomes has If Eric Bienemi does move on somewhere and he becomes the offensive coordinator, it won't be long before he kind of coasts off the Mahomes kind of love, too. And I think that he's the guy. He's another guy you should keep in mind for sure.
3: Speaking of offensive minds, uh, where do the Packers go next and where does McCarthy (laughs) go next?
0: My, My colleague Charles Robinson had a really interesting story linking Josh McDaniels to the Packers, mm-hmm. and I like it. Yep. Look, Josh McDaniels, you can say a lot about his person, and you know, he backed out of a job once already, but hey, he has experience coaching, head being a head coach. He's worked with Bill Belichick. He also has called plays for Super Bowl champions, and he's worked with quarterbacks. That kind of that kind of like resume is needed to reach Aaron Rodgers because mm-hmm. that's not Rodgers doesn't strike me as someone who's particularly coachable at thirty five years old, okay, or thirty six or whatever he it doesn't thirty four whatever he don't strike me as particularly coachable. So whoever they choose to work with him needs to be somebody that says, "Hey, I worked with X, this guy. Right. I worked with Tom Brady, okay? Like, listen, and not." Not like in an arrogant sort of way, but just be able to work with him so they can craft the kind of offense they need to get this thing back on track. So for them, I like it. Uh, for McCarthy, yeah, you know, obviously, I, I've kind of hinted at this. Like, I, Dorsey has tried to get the band, the Green Bay band, back together in Cleveland. He's hired Elliot Wolf, right. Ron's son. He's hired Al- Alonzo Highsmith, a longtime Packer exec. Of course, he would look at Mike McCarthy. Um, McCarthy's a guy who's won a Super Bowl before, he's called offensive plays, and also he's a quarterback guy. So, like, they, they look at him. I'm sure they could look at him as somebody that could checks the boxes of being able to work with Baker and also build the Green Bay culture that Doris wants to build. Now, one thing I will remind you guys of, this is Cleveland. So we really don't know who's going to make that hire, right? So – we don't know if it's gonna be McCarthy. We don't know what's gonna happen. Let's let's just see. I think whoever is hired is gonna tell us a lot about how much power Dorse really has.
2: I'd like to take a personal one. I saw something last week that you had wrote where you were talking about Josh Josh Allen, the quarterback for the Bills. Oh yeah. And you're a fan. I, I'm gonna. I, I've been waiting for I've this. Come you. You come, I've you come, come around. You've come. I've come around. I need you to explain this to me. Have you watched him, Josh Allen? You yes, haven't? I've watched that no, tail, no. That tailback. I've watched him. <laughs> <What are> you, <laughs> that, that tail. That tailback.
0: What is it about you? How has Josh got you here? I don't think that you've been watching him the last few weeks. There's no way you've watched him the last few weeks. This is because the, hold you, over, the
2: Buffalo Bills quarterback. Yeah. Okay, yeah. all right. I'm just making yeah. sure.
0: <laughs> he said Josh The tailback. <laughs> the tailback. Josh Allen.
2: That's what he's doing I, every time my, I see him. <laughs> now, I ain't going to say I, I watch him as close as you have, but no, I did, No, no. It's the not court. that
0: hard. Just go watch, like, every throw. from. The, it takes an hour. Watch. He does stuff. Like, look. Josh Allen has, like, a 60-40 rule, where, like, 40% is 65-35. It's like, ugh, that looks ugly. The 35%. But the 65%, He's a big guy. He's 6'5", three. He's 6'5", 230. He's very athletic. He eludes trouble. He regularly gets out of trouble in the pocket, keeps his eyes up downfield. He has an absolute hose. So he does all this does while, looking, while looking downfield and throwing not, not strikes but missiles. And when they're, like, on point, those are, like, real wild plays. And like they're, they're on they're, point. No, no and, and I'm telling you, man, like, trust me. I was as critical of Josh Allen as anybody, but I've watched him since he started playing. Like he's making some plays that a lot of quarterbacks can't make, and I don't really, you know, I don't change my mind on stuff often. I'm saying you that you think
2: Buffalo's got their guy.
0: I, I think I think that
2: because he feels I, Jeff George took me.
0: No, no, Jeff George could not move at all. I mean, Jeff in, in terms of a, the arm talent, yeah, but no, but, but but not as. Jeff George was more accurate.
2: (laughs) Just, just, it's not going to be as uh, successful. Here's,
0: here's why though. Jeff George wasn't as Jeff George was more accurate, and he had a gun, but he had issues leading men. From what I hear in Buffalo, his teammates like him, and that matters to me. Like they, and like you watch him. Guess what? You would like this show. He's talking trash to guys. Like, uh, he's feeling himself a little bit. He's kind of tapped into his swag. Just because we felt about a, a certain way about a guy doesn't mean you have to keep feeling oh, that oh, way. Oh, I agree
2: you with you. know what I'm saying? I agree with you. I've changed about at- Gerald Vic.
3: <laughs> Look at him some more. Just give him a shot. That's all I'm trying to encourage people to do. Final 30 seconds here from the 816. Therese, we need one more. Bob's got it. Please. No, we
2: don't, guys. <laughs> Stop it. We don't. Come
3: on. Come on, show.
0: Come on, show. I'm telling you. I'm not, Bob. When Philip Rivers comes here, Philip Rivers who's thrown an interception against the Chiefs for like five straight games, by the way, show, it's totally possible that after that game, if they win, you might have to say, Bob's got it. Jay she Bankley's up next on, on 610
3: Sports Radio.
1: <laughs> this has been the Therese Taylor Show presented by Bud Light, official beer sponsor of the Kansas City Chiefs on 610 Sports Radio.